chanting with a scattered mind can still plant the seed to Buddhahood. Sincerely reciting the Buddha's name guarantees rebirth to the Western Pure Land. Causes, conditions, and effect have its sequence. To attain liberation in one lifetime, the Buddha recitation method is what we should practice. If we chant diligently for one day, seven days, seven years, even till our very last breath, we will definitely receive a response. It is similar to attending school. It would take about 10 to 20 years to complete your education. Once you understand this concept, you will practice Buddhism accordingly. Akin to driving, so long as you are going in the correct direction, you will eventually reach your destination. There is no point to speed, a steady pace is best. How could you not be happy from chanting the Buddha's name in the temple? When you are laden with heavy negative karma, you will have delusional thoughts, even if you are chanting at the main Buddha hall. It is understandable that when you are a novice practitioner, you will have wandering thoughts. However, when you practice over an extended period of time, you will gradually eliminate your delusional thoughts and attain single-mindedness. Pure mind will come forth naturally. With an understanding of the law of cause and effect, the sequence of conditions and time, you would not dream of attaining pure mind overnight. Sincerely reciting the Buddha's name attains single-mindedness. Focus on the cultivation of good causes. Do not dwell on results. When you recite Amitabha Buddha's name, Amitabha Buddha can hear you. Also, even if you do not chant Amitabha Buddha's name, he can still hear you and see you. This is because all sentient beings are in Buddha's mind. The Buddha's mind encompasses Dharma realms, or, in other words, the entire universe. Every single thought arising in your mind will be known, whether or not you disclose it. Ordinary beings tend to think narrow-mindedly and see things near-sightedly, which is pitiful. Everyone who sincerely practices Buddha recitation will be reborn to the Western Pure Land. Those who fail to gain rebirth were not sincere in their cultivation. Sincerity means pragmatically and earnestly fulfilling your duties. We are pitiful sentient beings who lack wisdom and virtues. Thus, we should feel shamed and honestly practice. Honesty and sincerity are the foundation of learning. If you are honest, then when you stay at the temple for a day, it is considered one quality day. If you could stay at the temple for seven days, the effort will bring you single-mindedness. There are various levels of single-mindedness, and we will talk about it later on. The true wonderful Dharma is the one that suits an individual's capacity. Similarly, the medicine that cures illness is superior. For example, ginseng is a kind of high-grade medicine. However, it cannot be used to cure a cold. For practitioners to attain single-mindedness, we should honestly and sincerely practice. There are two types of single-mindedness, phenomenal and noumenal. According to the commentary on the Amitabha Sutra, those who have attained phenomenal single-mindedness will not be disturbed by delusions of views and thoughts. 
we need single-mindedness for rebirth in the Western Pure Land. The phenomenal single-mindedness refers to the mind state of Arhat. However, for secular beings, the single-mindedness refers to the mind state we attain when we stay at the temple. Without determination, we will want to leave the temple. Our scattered mind is like waves in the ocean. When it's windy, a great wave will capsize the boat. However, small waves are unavoidable and they could be used to push the boat forward. We can still make progress, even with a mildly scattered mind, as long as we follow the Buddha's teachings. Chanting with a scattered mind will still plant the seed of Buddhahood. To attain single-mindedness doesn't mean that you must eliminate all views and thoughts or keep the mind absolutely still. For example, when monkeys and horses are not controlled, they will steal fruit and crops from others. Delusionary thoughts are like uncontrolled monkeys and horses. Having control alludes to precepts. No matter how active the mind is, so long as we uphold the precepts strictly, we can avoid committing karmic offenses in speech and body. Since we have only begun reciting the Buddha's name, our pure mind has not been revealed yet. Our mind is illusory. Without a pure mind, there is no illusory mind. For example, without the ocean, there exist no waves. Waves occur when there is wind, and wind arises due to the climate conditions, the movement of current, and the effects of tidal forces. There are causes and effects for all actions. We cultivate Buddha Dharma through a myriad of practices, but our innate nature remains unchanged and is the fundamental essence of true suchness. True denotes unchanging, and suchness means to accord with changing conditions. According with changing conditions within the ten Dharma realms, the corresponding results will manifest. As a saying goes, Recitation in a scattered state of mind still plants a seed of Buddhahood, while those who firmly uphold the Buddha's name will ascend towards enlightenment without regression. The Lotus Sutra also states, If people with scattered minds enter stupas or temples and say Namo Buddha once, they have realized the Buddha way. These truths are taught by Shakyamuni Buddha. Seeking Rebirth in the Western Pure Land to Complete the Bodhi Path Sincerely reciting the Buddha's name means upholding the sacred name with faith and vows. If you do not recite the Buddha's name with sincerity and faith, then it will be no different from those who chant the Buddha's name only for worldly benefits. If you recite the Buddha's name and still behave like secular beings, then you will not be reborn in the Western Pure Land. When reciting Buddha's name, we should have faith in Shakyamuni Buddha's words, the existence of Amitabha Buddha, and the Western Pure Land of Ultimate Bliss. As long as you uphold reciting the Buddha's name, then there will be a lotus flower with your name in the Eight Virtues Pond in the Western Pure Land. Also, on your deathbed, Amitabha Buddha, Guanyin Bodhisattva, and great strength bodhisattva will come to receive you with your lotus flower. To ensure that there is a lotus flower in the eight virtues pond for you, you must recite the Buddha's name. Without it, 
you won't be reborn to the Western Pure Land, unless your family and friends help by chanting on your behalf. End-of-life chanting is performed by others who chant the Buddha's name and request Buddha to come to receive you. When we reach the Western Pure Land, we will be liberated from the cycle of birth and death, and we will be able to deliver all sentient beings. We seek rebirth in the Western Pure Land to complete the Bodhi path. This is in accordance with the Buddha Dharma. Reciting the Buddha's name is more than just praying for the longevity of your parents, the obedience of your children, or the successful career of your spouse. You should also ask yourself whether you are being loyal towards your country, being filial towards your parents, being kind to your children, practicing fairness and humanity to everyone, and have ethics and morality. If you could suffer a loss for the benefit of others and never take advantage of them, you are cultivating the blessings and your worldly needs will be fulfilled accordingly. However, the ultimate goal of reciting the Buddha's name is pursuing the merits and virtues of Buddha Dharma. For Buddha recitation practitioners, instead of worldly wealth, we should pursue the real valuable treasure, rebirth to the Western Pure Land. If worldly wealth is worthy of pursuing, why did Shakyamuni Buddha give up his throne to become a monastic practitioner? Shakyamuni Buddha has already set an example for us, so we can set our minds straight and not go against the Buddhist teachings. If you respect and support the three treasures in this lifetime, you will become wealthy in your next lifetime. Keep in mind that all is impermanent, including wealth. It is the secular sentiment that will seek worldly benefits. We should learn Buddha Dharma with a non-arising and non-cessation mind and practice wholesome deeds without the notion of self and others. If you do not understand this concept fully, then reciting the Buddha's name in earnest is sufficient. Sincerely reciting the Buddha's name guarantees rebirth to the Western Pure Land. To practice reciting the Buddha's name with sincerity means having faith towards the Buddha recitation method and vowing to be reborn to the Western Pure Land. We must also let go of the secular world. Having strong faith, vows, and practice are as essential as the three legs of a grand incense holder. Even though you may have faith and vow to be reborn to the Western Pure Land, without practice you won't be reborn there. With these three essentials, there will not be any obstacle to your transformational rebirth in the Western Pure Land. To travel abroad, we require a passport, money to buy the ticket, and you still need to make the journey yourself. However, when traveling to the Western Pure Land, Amitabha Buddha will escort you. This is because Amitabha Buddha has great compassion like an old mother waiting for her children to come home. Practice diligently in reciting the Buddha's name and do not be lazy. Diligence means concentration and continuous progression. Those who are lazy will have trouble with secular studies, let alone transcendental dharma. The Buddha recitation method is special. If you have unwavering faith and practice diligently, you will be reborn in the Western Pure Land. Now that you are back, if you follow the temple's practice, you will reach the goal. 
even if you do not know how to practice diligently, as long as you stay here for one or more seven-day retreats, your achievement can be completed. I wish everyone a calm and pure mind and a concentrated effort in reciting the Buddha's name, and we will all be reborn in the Western Pure Land together.